0: What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this is episode one of season four.
1: Yeah.
0: It's also episode one of 2023. Yep. Another year in the books.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We celebrated our three year podcast anniversary back in November.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did.
0: Three years.
1: Crazy, right? nuts
0: yeah this all started from a little pipe dream conversation between two drunk friends
1: yeah
0: (laughs) pretty much (laughs) and here we are three years later yeah but uh yeah i'm excited for this year i'm excited for the season we have a few small changes that we're going to make um and uh some extra stuff and the YouTube's starting to pop off a little bit. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see the growth that we get with that this year. Yep. I think it's going to be a good year. I think
1: so. I think so.
0: New year, new podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, so for January, we are going to be uh, theming it Japanuary.
1: Japanuary.
0: So it's going to be all Japanese horror slash thriller movies for this month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this first episode is my pick of, of the month, and I chose Battle Royale from the year 2000.
1: Was year. It was a good year.
0: was a good year.
1: It
0: was the ripe young age of 11 years old. Yep. Just learning what my pee-pee was. <laughs> Um, you had never seen this movie before so i was excited
1: first time watch
0: i was excited for you to watch it yeah um and while typing out my notes and shit for this one i found out there's a sequel there is yeah which i had no idea about and i really want to watch it okay um because it has the two main characters in in the sequel Mm -hmm. and i read the synopsis and it sounds a little crazy but I mean it yeah.
1: doesn't have the best ratings, but
0: no, but I still whatever. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it.
1: All right. Before
0: we dive into this one though, what have you been watching since we last talked? Um let's see. Uh, nope. one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go.
1: Uh so as with the holiday time off, um watched quite a bit. Uh nothing really worth benching and watched all the hobbit movies um i watched the new avatar movie uh i really enjoyed it more than the first one i went back and re-watched avatar mm-hmm. um i think the Way of water was good man it's it's it was super long like three hours but i didn't really feel like the runtime was that long
0: okay.
1: um i felt more connected with the characters and the story in this one compared to the first one and of course it looks amazing so yeah Uh, I watched uh, Marry Me, the Mm -hmm. uh, J. Lo and Owen Wilson movie from last year, and it is not good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I read the synopsis for it, and I was like, this sounds so fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, it's basically a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Um, I watched The Outfit, which is Mm -hmm. one that you really liked, uh, and I really enjoyed it, too. I think it made it, like, number 11 for movies last year, so just outside the top 10. Mm -hmm um highly recommend it uh amazing movie um re-watched everything ever all once still my thoughts haven't changed on that i loved it and finally got around to watching tokyo story mm-hmm. um because we are doing this like criterion challenge for 2023 and um i signed up for the criterion channel and there was quite a bit on there this is like one of the biggest movies on there so Mm -hmm. actually this movie was on the Sight and sound it was number one for best movie of all time the last time they did it from
0: 2012
1: yeah um highly recommend it man this movie will change your view in life um it just makes you appreciate what you have in life and like it just shows the changes that families go through you know like getting old like it just makes you want to call your grandparents and your parents and just spend as much time with them Mm. um highly recommend it yeah
0: yeah i want to check it out yeah
1: and then uh, it's up here i don't want to spoil my review for this movie but uh watch a movie called the alphabet um <laughs> it's a short movie that is on uh criterion channel it's four minutes i believe it's david lynch's first movie i think if i read it correctly or what people are saying about it um a very weird short uh, basically <laughs> this his daughter having nightmare of the alphabet and uh yeah it's very david lynch (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. yep
1: what did you get up to
0: Um, let me hide my score for this okay Um, so i watched terminator 2 judgment day um it's one of my favorite movies of all time uh I'm going through, like I mentioned on our last episode, I'm going through the whole franchise. Yeah. Um, this one I was most excited for to rewatch. Just like, I rewatch it every couple of years. And every time I watch it, I just get excited for it again. Yeah. Um, and then I watched Scare Package 2, Rad Chad's Revenge. Um, nice. It was just, it was added on Shudder not too long ago.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: was, it was pretty good. Like decent horror comedy uh, anthology. Okay. It wasn't bad. Um, Then I watched Batman Begins because I bought the Nolan trilogy on 4K. So I'm going to be going through those. Um, Brady and I watched Sonic the Hedgehog 2 again (laughs) um, on New Year's Eve. Uh, I watched E.T. on 4K. Uh, Nice. That movie is fucking top tier for me as well. Love it. One of my favorites. And I watched Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Nice. And I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Nice. I put it, put it on for me and the kids to watch one morning, well, mm-hmm. New Year's Day morning, and I was the only one that watched it, and I was, like, enthralled by it. I fucking loved it.
1: Yeah, it was so funny.
0: Yeah. And, like, it had, like, a good story. It cons- did, yeah. Considering that it's Marcel the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then tonight you texted me and told me to check out the alphabet as well, so I watched that um yeah it's fucked man it's it's super fucked i left a little review on letterboxd for it i said this is the most david lynch david lynch film of all time (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was fucking weird i wasn't sure what to expect with it and then Mm -hmm. uh, like so i don't know just fucking weird that's pretty much it thanks uh we started renovating that room in our basement so i'm getting my man cave area back i'm gonna be making some adjustments to my podcast corner i'll be able to put some pictures and shit up i'm happy very excited all right you ready to dive into this movie yes sir (laughs) Like we said in the intro this week, we're talking about Battle Royale from the year 2000. This episode is kicking off our season four and our 2023, starting off with what you're drinking tonight, Brooke.
1: <laughs> nice catch. Nice catch. Uh,
0: I don't know. How. I was on such a good roll too. Like yeah, I haven't forgotten yeah. a
1: long time. Yeah, Um, I'm out of beer and I didn't want to go buy some because I'm going to be gone for a few days. So I'm just yeah. drinking My Dun Robin uh, whiskey. Nice. Which uh, I'll send you a picture because they are a local distillery.
0: True. Um, I am drinking the Refined Fool Brewing Company's Van Full of Weirdos.
1: Nice. I think I've had that one.
0: Yeah, I've had it before and I really enjoy it. It's juicy. (laughs) All right, starting off with the synopsis. In the future, the Japanese government captures a class of ninth grade students and forces them to kill each other under the revolutionary battle Royale act.
1: Yeah. This
0: movie was hunger games before hunger games was a thing.
1: Yeah. Did you read a little trivia on it?
0: Uh, a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess uh, someone was going to make a American uh, remake of it mmm But they've been working on it, then Hunger Games came out, so they decided to just scrap it because people would have been like, oh, you're just copying Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. But in reality, Battle Royale came first, just people people wouldn't know that, obviously, right? Yeah. Because I guess this movie was very hard to market in Mm -hmm. the, um, the eastern seaboard. (laughs)
0: i heard that there was rumors that this movie was banned in the united states too
1: i read that but i think i don't think it was i think no it wasn't yeah
0: but i mean like of all movies to ban yeah this is not one that i would think would be um were you buying that these were ninth grade students (laughs) um some of them yeah maybe some yeah like the two exchange students I forget it, who they were, to be honest. Okay, shows how much you paid attention.
1: Were they the ones that were in the the battle royal before?
0: They were the the one guy had like the crazy fucking orangish brown hair. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. so the yeah the two guys who were in it the yeah. battle royal before,
0: yeah, 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 but yeah. Anyways, this movie was directed by Kinji Fukasaku. Who name. that is a sick name he passed away while uh battle royale 2 was in production um and instead of scrapping the movie his son came in and finished it um and then he also directed the clock tower 3 video game and then okay. every everything else was stuff that i'd never heard of in japanese so I don't know if you recognize anything that he's done, but.
1: The movie virus looks pretty cool.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some of them do look really cool, but.
1: No. Yeah.
0: I didn't recognize any of them. No, me either. Um, And same goes for the cast. Uh, I didn't put down what other movies they were in because they're all Japanese movies and none of them are like highly popular.
1: that's that's a lie
0: oh okay you didn't recognize her the one girl was in kill bill yes yeah Uh,
1: Yeah. i think it was uh yeah chiaki kuriyama Mm -hmm. um
0: yeah tarantino cast her because this is one of his favorite movies
1: yeah it's his favorite movie yeah Mm. yeah
0: all right um anyway so i have tatsuya fuka Fukiwa- holy fuck I can say it it's just not coming out Tatsuya Fukiwara who played Shuya Nanahara who is the main character Um Aki Medea played Noriko um, Taro Yamamoto played Shogo Kawada and Beat Takeshi played Kitano who is the teacher I have no honorable mentions although I could have used that girl who was in Kill Bill, but. Yeah. B Takeshi looks very familiar, too.
1: Um, The guy that played. There's so many fucking people in this movie. I forget the, uh, the teacher's name.
0: That's Kitano.
1: Oh, Kitano. He looked familiar, but. Yeah. Yeah.
0: On IMDb, like on this cast list, he's Bito Takeshi but in the movie he went as beat
1: great yeah cool yeah
0: all right short and sweet introduction (laughs) so let's fucking get into the meat potatoes
1: of this yeah i guess uh yeah um yeah this is a first watch for me um and uh this movie i mean it just gets right into it right Yep. Like, at the first, like, maybe, like, hour is, like, super action-packed, like, just crazy shit going off the wall, and then, like, kind of the mm-hmm. last bit is kind of a bit slower, but uh not too much slower. Like, they kind of develop a few more characters again, get, like, a bit mm-hmm. of backstory, and a couple of them, like, you don't get a lot. Like, there's 42 people in this class, mm-hmm. not including, like, the two exchange students that come yeah. in.
0: Yeah, and, and the, the killing starts, like, right in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, they yeah. haven't even left the classroom yet.
1: <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, so it's, like, the year 2000. Everything's, like, collapsed in this futuristic, I don't know, life. Um, Society. Yeah, all the jobs have pretty much been lost. Um, all the students have started, like, protesting. And, like, all the adults are, like, scared of the students and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so they basically made this battle royale as like a way to teach the kids to respect the elders, which is <laughs> kind of fucking funny. <laughs> like I kind of low key wish we had this in today's society. I mean, yeah. It Maybe not sense. to that, this extent, but you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just have like a purge night.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's pretty yeah. much what it is, right? Almost.
0: Essentially. Yeah. Hmm three days on a deserted island
1: yeah and i love that it shows like the previous winner like all the armies like taking this girl just like this little girl with a doll and just like looks up and she's like smiling and just looks crazy as fuck and like, she looked nuts yeah like lasted two days and seven hours so like mm-hmm. that one went pretty quick compared to the one that we got
0: yeah i would i would love to see a prequel To see her battle royale.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, like it starts off and we see it was like the year prior to when this movie takes place. And we see Kitano, the teacher, and he's just like. Loses control of his students kind of thing. And one of the students fucking stabs him.
1: Yeah. Slices him up.
0: Yeah. And then runs away. Mm hmm. And then he's the like the. So do you think, is it him that like created this revolutionary act? Cause he seems to be in charge of the military in this movie.
1: Yeah. Because I was confused too. Cause like, um, whenever they are on their way to like their school trip, like they don't know what is going on. They have a new teacher, right? Cause there's an older gentleman at the back, right? That kind of looked like a teacher. Yeah. And their old teacher, like, wasn't on the bus, but then, like, when Shuya wakes up and everyone's gassed, the, like, teacher in the back is gassed as well, so it's, like, what happened to him? Mm-hmm. But then their old teacher shows up and is, like, oh, you guys, you know, disrespected me or whatever, like, you're here now. But then he says, like, one of the kids asks um, if this was chosen, like, how did we come here? Like, how did you choose? He's, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's random. So it's like, is it really random or is he kind of like behind this whole thing?
0: Yeah. Or that's like, I don't know, maybe like the teachers or like authority figures are able to like pick who they want or like if they pay money or something like that, maybe they yeah. can control it.
1: Because even think. at the end of the movie, like he's controlling the army a bit, right? Because yeah. like you think that it's over and then where you hear gunshots and then he's like tells the army like okay that's it like don't go check them like that's it's over Mm -hmm. and then the rest happens after that so it's like the army just leaves the place and he's just there by himself yeah uh you do get a bit of backstory with uh shuya um Mm -hmm. his mom had died and then like once he got to grade seven he like found his dad to hunt himself and then there was like all this like toilet paper with like like uh, Japanese on it saying like go Shuya like you got this Shuya so it's like was that just like kind of his dad's like I don't like suicide note to show like kind of like help him through things
0: I kind of took it as like maybe you're gonna be better off without me like I won't be able to hold you back kind of thing because we see later on too another flashback of him and his dad and his dad's complaining that like he doesn't he can't get a job and like it's another failed interview mm-hmm. and nobody's calling him back and all this shit. And you can tell that he's super stressed about it. Like they're in a restaurant and he can't afford anything, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm wondering if it was kind of him telling Shuya, like, spread your fucking wings and go do your own thing and don't worry about me anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's like kind of three like a Everyone's kind of in, like, their own group, kind of, and, Mm -hmm. like, the main group is uh, Shuya and I think is it Noriko, who's, like... Yeah, the girl. The girl. Yeah. Um, And then Nobu, who is, like, they're, like, kind of this tight-knit... Like, Nobu and Shuya were, like, best friends growing up, and then um, Noriko... uh, Shuya, like, has a crush on her, but then kind of Nobu does as well, but they're all Mm -hmm. kind of, like, I don't know, really close friends. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah, they get to the place and like they all have like locks around their neck and then like the armies there, and then they're kind of describing like what's going to happen, like, oh, you're in the battle royale, blah blah blah. And then like the teacher um is kind of explaining the rules and like what these necklaces mean. Mm-hmm. And then because nobu okay. dies second, what's the kid that dies first?
0: The girl who was whispering to her friend and he just fucking throws a knife and beans are in the floor. Oh, yeah. That's it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, just out of nowhere, just fucking hucks yeah. it across the room. Yeah.
1: He's like, oops, I'm not supposed to kill the students or something like that. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, maybe he is behind it. Like, I'm starting to think that makes sense. Yeah. And then um, he's explaining the necklaces and saying that uh, when time is up like if there is more than one person left then they just explode and then he's like okay let's test it out now and then he like turns on Nobu's necklace and Nobu's like freaking the fuck out obviously and like going to students are pushing him away and then it just explodes and like I thought his head was gonna explode right. but then actually ne- the necklace explodes and like puts a hole in his neck and just like blood starts squirting out and like Obviously, the kids are freaking out. Shuya is, like, shocked because his best friend just got Mm -hmm. killed, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's holding Shuya back. So, because he's trying to attack the teacher. Yeah. And everyone's holding him back. So, he doesn't get the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What did you think of this, the video that they play?
1: Oh, the the girl that was explaining it? Yeah. I thought it was hilarious, man. (laughs) I love like the score too, like of the, yeah. kind of the all opening scene. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Um, and she's like teaching them, like, okay, this is the correct way to fight battle royale. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's explaining that like certain areas are like dangerous, so it's like kind of like I don't know, like Fortnite or like Apex, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like this area at this time, like, what what exactly happens?
0: If you're in, because, like, the the island that they're on yeah. is on a grid. Yeah. And if you're within, like, one of the grid squares yeah. uh, after the timer runs out, then your necklace explodes.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I don't think that happened at all in the movie, right?
0: Not that we saw, no. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I can't remember. It was Hunger Games 2 or 3. I think 2. And there was something similar to that in hunger games too where like they're on a clock right and each hour on the clock has different um consequences okay and i thought that was like in hunger games i thought it was a really cool concept and Mm. not like they i can assume that they kind of got that from this as well
1: yeah yeah um yeah so they're given a bag and each bag has a different weapon in it (laughs) <laughs> Which I think is cool. And like some of them are pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Um and then you kind of you meet the two uh, exchange students, they call them, but there's just these two guys that are, like clearly much older than mm-hmm. them. Um there's um what's his name It's down here?
0: Kiriyama.
1: It was like the red-headed guy who has like kind of crazy hair looks like he's in an anime and then is it odawa or no kuwata oh Oh, hold on i think it's kuwata it's the guy with the yellow head
0: yeah kuwata yeah yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, kuwata and then what's the other guy's name
0: kiriyama
1: kiriyama yeah um yeah there's like so many characters in this movie and obviously it's japanese so like a lot of their names are very hard to remember Mm -hmm. um Oh yeah, those two um she's like reading out the names of the girl on the tv and everyone like runs out and gets like a head start kind of thing mm-hmm. and then like they get thrown a bag with a random one and then like um someone doesn't take a bag for some reason ogawa i don't know why they didn't take a bag um kiriyama takes a bag and then the next one um kuwata Gets a bag, but then he like comes back, he's like, This isn't my fucking bag, <laughs> and then like puts it back and takes another one. So it's like, what, what's up with that? Yeah. And like, did he check the bag? You think it mm-hmm. was like maybe there's something not good in it?
0: Well, I think these two were planted. Because at the end, like obviously skipping way far ahead, but at the end, I think the teacher assumes that it was one of them that was still alive. Yeah. And that's why I think he says, okay, just call it off. Don't, don't go searching. Right. So I think these two guys are planted in there to kill all the classmates because this class was the teacher's class prior. Yeah. So I think he wants to make sure they're all dead.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: So I think, so I think, uh, his name, Kawada, I think, or Shogo is his first name. Let's call him Shogo.
1: Okay, Shogo.
0: So I think he yeah, he must have checked it and saw, like, this isn't the weapon that I was told I was going to have. Right. Or something like that. Yeah,
1: maybe. That makes sense. Um, So yeah, they're pretty much uh, get out there right away and, like, already shit's in the fan. Um, <laughs> Shouya's with uh, Naruka, and Ooh.
0: he he line. leaves and he says I'll wait for you. And then he gets outside and there's this girl and she's like talking to him from on top of a little hill. Yeah, and she's got a fucking arrow through her <laughs> neck. Yeah. And like she'd been out there for like thirty seconds and yeah. she's already fucking dead.
1: Yeah, and, and then, then like, like the the first guy who like got sent there's like this kind of tall fat guy. Yeah, fat kid like comes out with the fucking bow and arrow, starts sh- shooting Shuya. Yeah. Or another guy, I think, shows up and ends up taking the bow from the kid and then just ends up shooting him with in the chest.
0: Because <laughs> Shuya throws his flashlight at him and hits him in the forehead. <laughs> so he rolls down the hill, drops the crossbow, and then yeah, the other kid gets it. Yeah. It's just it's total chaos. Like you said, for like the first hour. It's just yeah. fucking death after death after yeah. death.
1: Yeah. Um, I love that uh Shuya gets a fucking pot lid. Yeah, as his weapon (laughs) and then uh, Noriko gets uh, binoculars Yeah, it's like I mean the potlet did save him at one point yeah but and the binoculars I mean kind of useful right
0: Mm -hmm. the
1: same with the guy that gets like the GPS tracker
0: yeah that would be useful yeah if you were put into this position without the obvious choice of like the fucking Uzi or the handgun what mm-hmm. weapon would you want um because there were some pretty cool weapons
1: there was if there was like nothing like gun related i would probably say like i don't know like a fucking spear
0: <laughs> some <laughs> something long range that you could throw yeah. and yeah that's a good what about you I liked Mitsuko's little fucking. She had like a, a sickle.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I thought that was cool.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, and I love this scene right at the bat. Uh they're like, oh, so and so's gang captured uh, Kiriyama,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I was like, oh fuck, this guy's captured already. Like he's supposed to be this badass dude. Yeah, and there's like five of them. And then all of a sudden, he just steals one of the machine guns and just fucking kills all of them in <laughs> like three <two> seconds. <laughs> um, this guy
0: was like, he was obviously like one of the bad guys per se in the movie, but he, I think he's my favorite character.
1: Yeah. He just looked like an a- anime character.
0: Yeah. He's so badass.
1: Yeah. Especially later on when he has like the fucking blood like going down his eyes and his eyes are like all fucked up. Yeah. He just looks sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that obviously die in this because there's like 42 students. Um mm-hmm. there is uh I don't know if they're a boyfriend, girlfriend, but they end up killing themselves. They jump off the cliff. Yeah. Which is like kind of sad. You know, he doesn't really want to do it, but she's just like kind of just grabs his hand and he's like he's like cover his eyes and he's like oh that just jumps off it's
0: like, yeah oh, fuck man she's like i'm never gonna play this game just yeah. fucking hucks it
1: yeah um i think one couple i don't know if if they did it but someone one of them they hang themselves but i think it might be another player that did that right uh
0: i don't yeah i don't know because there's two of them so yeah yeah well um in the notes I, here it says it that, might have
1: been uh who was the girl that had the sickle?
0: Uh Mitsuko.
1: And she kills I think Megumi, Mizumi.
0: She killed a lot of people.
1: She did, but the first girl.
0: The one that stabbed the guy in the nuts?
1: Yeah, that's the same girl that has a sickle or the 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 sickle, right?
0: No, no, no. That was a different one. Oh, really? Yeah. The oh, no, that- no, that's
1: um the girl from kill bill yeah
0: uh yeah, yeah. shigusa or whatever
1: yeah but uh yeah the first um time that the girl with the scythe she like there's one girl like underneath the table and she's like kind of oh. like being nice to her i think it's majumi or mugumi i don't know how to say her yeah name, but, i do remember uh, that she's like pretending to be your friend and then she has like a stunt gun and then the girl with the scythe is like oh like what's that and like kind of takes it as being nice and she's like this is your weapon she's like yeah she's like oh it could be a pretty good weapon and then like she stuns her with it and then like gets on her back and just fucking takes the sickle and just slices her throat yeah she's like shit man <laughs> you don't give a fuck and then after she just starts doing her makeup yeah like fucking with the little eye eyelash things like, yeah what the fuck <laughs> um then Shuya and uh, Noriko are kind of sticking together, trying to, you know, figure out what to do. And then one student named Oki, who is like, has like leaves in his hair and then has <laughs> this kind of like a little uh, hatchet. Yeah. Kind of comes up and tries to kill them. But then him and Shuya start fighting. They like roll on the hill. Then he gets like stabbed in the, the head by accident somehow. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool death. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's one I wrote. I don't know. I forget which one this is. Maybe you remember Kusaka. Their friend friend died. I don't know. There's a mm. lot of fucking deaths in this. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like in the Just, first, they all kind
1: of like blend in. Like at some point, like especially it's hard to remember now, but like you know.
0: Yeah, the first six hours of the 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 battle royale. There's twelve deaths. And it's just, like, fucking bang, 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 bang.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, is it Shoga? Shogo? Yeah. Yeah, Shogo. He shows up um, and finds Shuya and uh, Nariko, And he, like, has a gun and everything, and he doesn't kill them for some reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And obviously you'll learn later on why he didn't kill them. Um, but do you have any, like, idea like the first time you watched this as to what, what his game plan was. No, if he was just being nice to them.
0: I kind of had a like thought in my mind and even on this watch too, because it had been so long since I'd seen it um, that like, he was just using them to, to further himself in the game. Mm. Like they didn't have any serious weapons. So it's not like they were going to attack him with a gun.
1: Yeah.
0: So I was thinking like he was just going to use them sort of like human body shields basically.
1: Yeah, that never crossed my mind. I, I honestly believed his little story he had. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously they believed it too, because he said he was a previous winner from a game, which he was. Mm-hmm. And that it came down to him and his like girlfriend. And then like this long story, And then um, she ends, I think she ends up shooting herself or something like that. Um, But he ends up winning the game. And then mm-hmm. he kind of like makes up this story about to kind of get them to trust him more. Yeah uh yeah you learn out that um there's a mic in the necklace yeah and this three group of guys i didn't write down any of their names but uh i didn't understand what they were trying to do at first because like the one guy's like on a computer and he's like oh they have a mic and it's like how did they get a computer in the first place It may have been in like their bag they brought with them on the school trip maybe
0: well didn't he say that his uncle yeah his uncle was in the war Mm-hmm. But didn't he say something about his uncle being stationed on that island?
1: I wouldn't think his uncle would kill him though, right?
0: No, no. His uncle wasn't there. Sorry, not currently stationed. I oh, mean, okay. Like had been previously stationed. Oh,
1: okay, okay.
0: And because like they're they're like a bunker.
1: Yeah. Like
0: yeah. And, and they're very hidden from everybody else. And they have yeah. shit that nobody else has in the in the game yeah because he he gives a list to all the guys like he's like you mentioned he's got a computer so he's typing everything on the computer so they can't hear him through the microphone yeah and he's like we need like fucking uh like sulfur sulfur and yeah
1: kerosene uh all these chemicals it's like how the fuck is that gonna hack the system yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um then the character uh the girl from Kill Bill is gonna keep saying that. <laughs> um she meets up with like a guy who had a crush on her and he has the crossbow, I think. Is it the crossbow yes. or the yeah. gun? The crossbow, yeah, and then yeah. he accidentally like I think she does she have a gun, I forget.
0: No, she had she had a knife.
1: oh and he accidentally shoots her in the face because he's like getting real creepy he's like oh i want you so bad and then she's like no and he's like what if i just force myself on you and then Mm -hmm. she like makes a move and he kind of like shoots the arrow and it like cuts her um and then she ends up attacking him and just stabs him a bunch in the dick
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking intense
1: yeah she went nuts And then um, the other girl who had the sight, she shows up with a gun and tries shooting her, but she runs away. Mm -hmm.
0: Because she's watching from the woods, like she's kind of just hiding in the woods and watches the whole thing go down. And I thought she was going to like befriend this other girl Mm
1: -hmm. because, like,
0: she's fucking badass too. Yeah. So I thought that they were going to like kind of team up and work their way through everybody else, but Mm -hmm. not the case.
1: Um. Yeah, so then also um, this is where you kind of learn that Kuwata and uh, the other dude were um, survivors from previous games. Um, I keep forgetting another other guy's fucking name. Kiriyama. Mm-hmm. Um, he ends up getting shot by someone and then the guy, kid's like, oh yeah, and then he finally has a fucking bulletproof vest on and then like a love when he is up on the bus and like just pulls a samurai sword out like slowly yeah and like jumps down and just fucking cuts his head off and then shoves a grenade in his fucking mouth and tucks the head into the <laughs> little building there
0: where shuya and Nariko and uh the other guy are?
1: yeah yeah chogo <laughs> mm-hmm. um also another scene with uh Kuriyama. there's like two girls like on a mountain and they have like uh I guess one of the weapons mm. was uh a megaphone. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, come over here. Like we got a band together. We won't hurt you." Like and then uh Kiriyama just like shows up and just fucking shoots them both. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs>
0: The scene was funny, but at the same time, like it drove me fucking crazy because he shoots them both like a hundred times with this machine gun and the one girl's still alive. I'm like, there's no possible way. And just like I talk about it in my reviews, but like the acting in this is kind of very iffy. Yeah. Especially in scenes like this one where like they didn't know how to act like they were dying. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't
0: know. But it was, it was a um, funny scene.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Shuya is, like, pretty fucked up from this attack. Um, he ends up waking up in, like, a lighthouse with uh, Noriko and a few other girls. Like, there's, like, four or five other girls, and he has missed, like, five reports. Um. And then there's a, a girl in there named Yuko who is, like, planning on poisoning shuya because she thinks that he's like dangerous i think Mm -hmm. um and then i don't know how this happened but i i think was it her that drank the poison by accident
0: no another girl came in and because yeah i think there's like five or six girls and one of the girls comes in and she's all like bubbly and she's like oh like i'm gonna marry you because you made this like food and it smells so good and she just like grabs the bowl sits down and starts fucking scarfing it into her yeah. and uh Yuko's just standing behind her like just mortified she's like oh fuck and then yeah like probably 30 or 45 seconds goes by and then all of a sudden this girl just starts puking up blood and dies yeah and then it's fucking chaos oh
1: yeah it <laughs> just hits a fan the girls start turning on each other left and right they're like who did it? Who fucking did it? And then one girl picks up like a I don't know, like a Uzi kind of type gun. Yeah. And just like starts going nuts, shooting everyone. I think she kills like three people. Yeah. And then she's like on the table, like shoots two people, and then she has up like shot herself, and like it's crazy.
0: Oh man, so good. And like she's standing on top of the table, and Yuko is still alive, hiding underneath another table, and she points the gun at her, and she's like tries to shoot her but the gun's out of ammo at this point and she's like it wasn't you like you're not a killer And yeah. ends up it was her yeah <laughs> and all the whole time shui is just upstairs like by himself like wonder what the hell is going on down there
1: yeah um the one thing i didn't really understand was like the whole dreams that they were having now mm-hmm. that was very weird yeah especially the ricos whatever it's like with this, the teacher like having ice cream, <laughs> I was like I, I didn't get that part.
0: Like, is that stuff that actually happened? I don't know, because like with Mitsuko's, um, like I believe that her like I don't know if it's actually a dream or if it's a flashback that's kind of like in a dream sequence sort of thing. Because mm-hmm. like with Shuya, it's he's he was on the basketball team, and I think Nobu was on the basketball team with him so we keep seeing this like basketball game getting replayed but Shuya's main one is him just like sitting on the court mm-hmm. and uh nobu is above him like in the stands kind of thing and and it's like the reverse of a basketball throw like it's yeah. bouncing back up to Nobu and he says something to him and then yeah like you said uh was it nurikos yeah then yeah hers was the teacher she was eating ice cream and he was, like, being super fucking creepy, but also, like, I don't know, like...
1: Yeah, because you find out that he's, like, a super lonely... Yeah. And, like, it's kind of a reason why he's doing this, and, like, the ending gets even more weirder weirder with that whole scenario. hmm Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Shuya is, ends up bringing weapons to protect um, Noriko. Um... And then there's another few people left. Um, There's like maybe like eight people left at this Mm -hmm. point. Um, The one guy who has a GPS, he's like tracking one girl Mm -hmm. who he has like a crush on. And she ends up shooting him. I think it's, no, Mitsuko, she was the one with the scythe, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the girl upstairs with the gun shoots the guy at the GPS And then she goes down there, and then I think Mitsuko shows up and kills her. Mm -hmm. And then um, Kiriyama shows up, but before that, you get a little backstory in Mitsuko. And I mean, like, what do you think of like them doing kind of like the random backstories? Like, did it make you feel bad for any of the characters, or was it just kind of like too far at that point? There's just too much chaos going on where you can't really. Like feel bad for the characters
0: it didn't make me feel bad for them but it helped me empathize with them
1: okay
0: not so much like with the whole killing aspect well i mean you have to kill or you're gonna be killed Mm -hmm. but it helped me empathize with them because they're all troubled teens right that's why they're there Mm -hmm. like they all have some sort of trouble going on in their life so it helped me personally understand why they were in the circumstance that they were in Mm -hmm. so like with shuya his parents were both dead he ended up having to move into a foster home same with nobu that's why they were like such close friends because they were both Mm -hmm. in the foster home together and then with mitsuko's hers is fucking nuts
1: that's disturbing as fuck
0: like yeah her mom's an alcoholic and she comes home from school she's like maybe fucking five six years old and she comes home and her mom's passed out at the table and there's this random ass guy there and I'm
1: guessing it was her dad, right?
0: I don't think it was her dad. I think it was like someone that her mom brought home Oh, because she doesn't know who he is. Mm-hmm. So she runs up to her room and he follows her up and he's got this doll and he's like, Oh, uh, her, the doll's name is Mitsuko too. Like, isn't that funny? Isn't she so cute? Mm-hmm. And then the scene kind of cuts away for a second. And then it comes back and the doll has all of its clothes off yeah and he's like oh look she took all of her clothes off now it's time for big mitsuko to take hers off and i was just like whoa yeah and then she screams and pushes him down the stairs and kills him yeah (laughs) so she's already got like a fucking (laughs) notch under her belt (laughs) yeah 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 but i mean this guy fucking deserved it more than anybody
1: oh yeah for sure and you kind of know why like she's kind of the way she is like she doesn't Mm -hmm. give a fuck about anyone really
0: And, like, we see one with Noriko, she's getting bullied by the other girls in school, Mm
1: -hmm. so, but, yeah. Um, Yeah, so the three kids end up hacking the system and kind of, like, temporarily stalling, like, the necklaces, so, like, they're trying to escape from the island, Mm -hmm. get out of a certain zone. Um, and then Kiriyama shows up and they all have, like, their chemicals and shit and, like, just, I don't know, like, chaos ensues. Like, pretty much, like, three of the kids that I'm getting shot by, Kiriyama. Mm-hmm. Kiriyama gets, like, I think chemicals. Like, that's why his eyes are so fucked up because he gets the chemicals in his eyes, I think. Yeah. Uh, but he's, like, still going to us. He has a bulletproof vest and... um, How does he end up getting killed?
0: Kawada or Shogo kills him. Hmm. Um, with his shotgun, all oh, right, right, which was insane as well. Yeah, that shotgun is nuts.
1: Um, because yeah, him and well, Kawada doesn't have a bulletproof vest, but Kiriyama had one, I think. Didn't at the end, um, Shuya have one?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, so yeah, Kiriyama's dead now. There's three of them left. Um they are kind of like on some rocks, like near the ocean. And then you, this is where you find out that Kuwata was using them to save himself. um, And that they were just too gullible and easy to convince. Um, And then it shows like him pointing the gun at them and then Shuya uh, dives in front of uh, Noriko and then cuts back to the teacher all you hear is like gunshots, like two gunshots, and he's like, okay, that's it. Pack up. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. Um, so at this point, did you just think that Kowada won the game? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, so yeah, the all the army leaves, and then the teacher is like on this table in like this field and just starts doing like this like aerobic dance <laughs> on it. <laughs> I don't know. It's very <laughs> random. Uh, then Kawada shows up, and like the teacher kind of looked like it, like shocked, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, did he think that he was dead? Uh, um,
0: I think he thought, uh, the other one was gonna
1: win. Like Shuya or Kurosama?
0: No, I don't.
1: Because they can see who's dead and who's not dead.
0: Right? Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I don't know.
1: But yeah, I thought this whole like ending was super weird. I don't know. I didn't really understand it that much. Like, cause they go up to the classroom, and then um, Shuya and Noriko show up, and then the teacher is like pointing a gun at them and is like basically hey, going on about how lonely he is and that he wants them to kill him, and he's like pointing the gun at them at uh, Noriko. And then he gets up closer and then like pulls a trigger and like some like bubbles come out of it or something like that. Mm. And then Shui ends up shooting him in. I don't know, it was the whole scene was weird as fuck. Cause like you think he's dead, (laughs) and then like his cell phone goes off and just like stands up like nothing, walks over the couch, sits down, (laughs) eats a cookie, he's like normal, and then like gets off the phone, then just like lies down and dies. It's like that was the worst acting I've ever seen. Yeah, like what do you think of that whole ending?
0: Uh yeah, I found it weird too. <laughs> but because it's kind of back and forth, right? Like he um he wanted to kill Kawada. Mm-hmm. That's why he sent the troops away. This is what I'm reading right now. He wanted to kill Kawada. Um and then He So he thinks that Kawada is the one that won it. But then whenever all three of them get there, he shows this painting and it was a painting that he had done and it's all the students dead with Noriko Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. the winner. And then he, it says that he always thought of her as a daughter because he has um, a bad relationship with his actual daughter and he wants Noriko to kill him. But it's like why did he paint this painting? Yeah. Showing that she was the winner, but he thought that Kawada was the winner and like he manipulated the whole system. Yeah. So, so I do you think
1: that he like paid Kiriyama or like brought Kiriyama into the game and like gave him all this extra stuff basically, right? To bulletproof vest mm-hmm. to kind of rig the game to like make him and Noriko, the last one's there, and then he would either like let um, Kiriyama go, maybe. Yeah,
0: I don't know. It's confusing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Kuwata ends up dying. And then uh, Shuya and Naruko are they leave, but now they are wanted criminals for. Like murder, basically, mm-hmm. and it's like, does is every winner is that what they are they're getting charged with?
0: <laughs> no, I think it's because they killed the uh, the, teacher? the teacher. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense.
0: But yeah, so it, the movie ends with them on the run.
1: Yeah. And then it like shows their flashbacks again, like at the mm-hmm. very end. Yeah. And yeah.
0: For whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, before Kawada dies, because like they get on a boat and Kawada's driving the boat.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah.
0: then and then he dies on the boat. But it it uh it has like a an auditory flashback, I guess you could say, of his girlfriend um saying whatever her dialogue was, and then basically says that he's glad that he found true friends. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, I think that kind of wraps back around to whenever he first met them. Like, he wanted to just have friends.
1: Yeah.
0: Weird fucking place to find friends. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> go out to a club and just, like, meet somebody. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, so, like, in the end, he kind of got what he was, he wanted.
1: Yeah. So yeah um anything else that uh we missed or you wanted to talk about i don't
0: think so this movie kind of all over the place
1: yeah fair enough hard to oh, yeah already well that's the way the blood splatters
0: yes sir all right what uh what did you rate this movie
1: so um for story i gave it a six out of ten um Pretty like original story, uh, kind of like just shun a bit on society um, a little bit. um, But I just think there's like way too many characters and it's just like kind of all over the place. Like you said, um, it's like back and forth. You're just losing track of who's who. There's only a couple of characters that really show some backstory on, um, but I just don't think it's enough. Mm -hmm. And quality, I give a seven out of ten. Um, for two thousand, I think this movie does hold up. Like the special effects are great. There isn't really any CGI in it, really that much. Mm-hmm. Um, acting was okay. Um, but I just loved like just the writing in it. Like some of the writing, at least. Um, I thought it was some parts were funny. Uh, the score was good. I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, six out of ten and seven out of ten.
0: All right. Well, ironically, we have the exact same scores. Um, nice. my, my story, I also gave it a 6 out of 10. I said uh, this came out before Hunger Games, and as far as I know, the book that this was based off of was a completely original idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an off-the-rails, wild-ass ride of a mo- movie that on the surface doesn't have much going for it in regards to a story, but then it adds the backstories of certain characters and we get to understand them a little bit better and why they're more willing to kill than others are. Mm-hmm. um we learned that a lot of these teens aren't just rebels for the sake of it they're misunderstood abused bullied etc and when you hand them a bag of weapons it's only two ways out we see who really has suffered the most in their lives yeah because i feel like the ones that just kind of committed suicide they're just like i don't know if i want to say that they're not
1: angry enough maybe
0: at, like the way that society has kind of fucked them over yeah and yeah, like you, my quality, I gave it a seven out of 10. <clears throat> um, I said the over, over the top acting was this movie's biggest downfall. Um, I found that the effects were like, they were good in some occasions. And then like you said, it was mostly all practical effects, but they didn't put enough attention to the small details. Like when people were getting shot, like we didn't see bullet holes in t-shirts. We just saw like blood marks World underneath stands, the shirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just like the acting, the way that the actors were reacting to their own deaths and like the other people's deaths, it was just it was comical. Um, everything else in the movie is amazing, though. The score, the setting, the script, uh beat Takeshi was really fucking good. I thoroughly enjoyed his character. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was a very good villain. Um, but yeah, six out of ten, seven out of ten. Nice for me as well. All right, you guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they scored it. The critics' consensus, a battle royale is a controversial and violent parable of adolescence, heightening teenage melodrama with life or death stakes. So based on that, what do you think the critics scored it?
1: I'll say 80%. 88%. 88%. Okay. Okay.
0: On 48 reviews and an average score of 7.5 out of 10. The audience score was an 89% on 50,000 ratings and an average score of 4.2 out of 5 or an 8.4 out of 10. So oh. hi- highly enjoyed on Rotten Tomatoes
1: by audiences <laughs> and critics yeah uh so Letterbox, um slightly less than um the audience uh has a 3.8 out of 5 yeah um ironically enough uh you me anthony and slash and captain all have the same score of a three and a half
0: okay <laughs> cool cool yeah that's it yeah that's it yeah okay wow Cool. All right. You ready for the scare section?
1: Yes, sir. All
0: right. What would you give this for a scare rating?
1: Scare rating? uh, I mean, I'll give it a 3 out of 10. Uh, Like, it's not really scary, but just, like, putting yourself in, like, in that position. Like, what would you do? Like... I don't know, like what would your plan be? Like if you had if you had one.
0: I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I feel like I would maybe try and do like, I don't know. Cause like if I'm in class, like my grade nine class, like I don't maybe like pick like my best closest friend in that class. Yeah. And try to, like, stick together, I guess, maybe. Yeah, like, I mean, I feel
0: like you would, you would benefit from having a couple of people, but then in the end, you're going to end up having to kill each other. Yeah. So, like, it's almost better to just kind of go off on your own, in a sense, because then you don't have that moral dilemma at the end.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But, I don't know, are you going to get to the end if it's just yourself?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Maybe other people will kill your friends, so you won't have to.
0: Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Let's hide out in a tree somewhere and let everybody kill themselves and then I'll kill the last one.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, scary scene. Um I'll say uh Mitsuku's like flashback with like that whole scenario. Like, yeah. I don't know, just the way, like, he said it, like, I don't know, it's just very reminiscent of, like, the butterfly effect, like, just, like, uneasy feeling, because, mm. like, that stuff does happen in real life, so, like, yeah, I don't know. I forgot about that in the butterfly effect. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, that was fucked up.
1: Yeah. Um, and then would I survive, uh, honestly, if there was, like, 42 other people, uh, probably not, because, <laughs> like, our school had a lot of, like, athletic people. And, like, I was not the most athletic. We were also, like, a hillbilly school. So, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of them are farmers or hunters. So, I feel like I would be, like, one of the first ones (laughs) dead, probably. (laughs) That's fair. Oh, I forgot to mention, just popped in my head. Mm. I love the scene. It's, like, a very quick of, like, two guys. Like, it looks like they were, like, in a hot tub area. And they're, like, naked. And then, like, they're dead. And, like, their genitalia was, like, all fucked up. And yeah. you see, like, a girl, like, packing up a bag, like, getting up and walking out.
0: I think that was Mitsuko.
1: Probably was, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who,
0: who would have the highest kill count in this movie. Either her or fucking uh, the anime guy that you
1: mentioned. Oh, it's definitely Kiriyama, man. He kills four people. That's true. Just in the, on his first kill.
0: That's true. I would have liked to have seen them like go toe to toe, like mm-hmm. legitimately. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What uh,
0: about you? <laughs> um, man, we are so in sync with this fucking movie. My scare rating is also a three out of ten.
1: Okay.
0: Um, it's not like traditionally scary. Just like the whole concept is is super scary, um, and like. well some of the flashbacks are fucked up which leads me to my next thing which is my scary scene which is also Mitsuko's flashback (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I mean it's just it's super creepy and cringe and it's like it's very hard to watch even though like you don't like nothing happens it's just Mm -hmm. The fact that it's about to happen and that it does happen in real life. And it's, yeah, it's just super creepy and cringy. Um, What I survive, I said, it all depends on what weapon is in my bag. Like, give me one of those guns, maybe. But if I have a pot lid or binoculars, I'm fucked.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: Even the GPS thing, like, I'd I'd be fucked with that too. Like, I need something to fight with because I'm not, like, uh, a hand-to-hand combat expert by any means. Um, My lung capacity is not great, so I'd probably get fucking winded real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Give me something that I can kill people from medium to long range with.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. All right. Did you uh, decide on which movie you wanted?
1: I did, yes. Um, We are going to be watching uh, 2001's uh, creepy ghost story pulse oh okay which i guess there's an american remake as well but mm-hmm. uh yeah i think it's called like cairo is like the actual name mm-hmm. so yeah nice yeah it's
0: not one of the ones that i expected you to pick
1: nice it was either gonna be that or house
0: house was also not one i thought you were gonna pick yeah i'm glad you didn't
1: it's not the house that like no i know yeah yeah why have yeah. you seen the one i'm talking about yeah Oh, did you?
0: Yeah, I watched it last year.
1: Oh, I think I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: But yeah, okay. Sweet. I've never seen the original Pulse, so
1: I'm excited.
0: Cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember. I think I have seen the remake.
1: I just looked. It has like Kristen Bell in it.
0: Hmm. Maybe I haven't. I don't know all right cool and then yeah i think we're going to close out the month with the face off i think we've discussed um i don't know if that's set in stone yet we haven't decided who who... i mean it's looking
1: like it unless we come up with something different but yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah all right all right well if you guys want to catch us on social media you can find us at a podcast on elm street on instagram facebook and youtube if you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our Tee Public account where we have our merch. There's also a link to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. There's also links to each of our individual letterboxed accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Thank you for joining us on episode one of Japanuary.
1: <laughs> yes, thank you so much, guys. And looking forward to 2023.
0: Yes, sir.
1: Talk to you next week.
0: See you later.